Thank you for tuning in to Coffee with Chris, a podcast for brokers in the Nevada insurance industry. Chris Carruthers is president of Carruthers Insurance Agency, a brokerage in Las Vegas that has been serving Nevada brokers and consumers since 1969. This podcast is an overview of the monthly event of the same name where brokers meet with Chris for a Q&A of current industry topics, trends, politics, news, resources, and more. For more information about the topics discussed today or about the scheduled event, please visit carothersinsurance.com forward slash coffee with Chris. I'm your host, Desiree Bain. Please note, this session is being recorded. All right, welcome to our April edition of Coffee with Chris. Our previous podcasts have been solely health insurance focused due to enrollment seasons. Um, but with current life, uh, current events, life insurance has really climbed the ladder of uh, consumer inquiries. So today we're here to talk all about writing life insurance and how to integrate life products into your health enrollment appointments and able to, to offer more comprehensive protection for your clients. Um, today we are here. We have a lot of guest speakers today. We have, of course, Chris Carruthers. Hi, Chris. Hello, everyone. We have uh, Jennifer Hyatt. She is our uh, life insurance um, admin and recruiter at Carruthers. Hi, Jenny. Hello. Hello. We have Tony Morrison with uh, the national sales manager at Forrester's Financial. Hi, Tony. Hey, how are you? And Nicholas Lines, Regional Vice President for Life Distribution for Protective Life. How are you guys all doing today? Doing well, thank you. Good, good. Everybody dealing with these uh, crazy changes, all right, with the COVID crisis going on? It's definitely interesting times. (laughs) (laughs) all right so chris why is life insurance so vital for consumers to have they're asking a lot of questions about it right now i'm seeing ads all over social media popping up why is this coming to the forefront now why is this important i think uh with difficult times like we're dealing with in our country and the world it causes us to think of life And what happens if something were to happen to me? And uh, they're very much concerned about, have I done everything to protect myself and my family? And now is, and so what it does is it prompts questions. And uh, and, and, and quite honestly, I think we're coming out of a very busy season when everyone's worked very long, hard hours. And now they're slowing down and have the time to start thinking about things and realize that I need to start getting, if you will, my house in order. Right. So what are some of the challenges um, writing life insurance right now that the brokers are facing? Well, I think it's the same thing everybody's dealing with is, you know, keeping at least six feet of six feet apart from someone. Right. Um, mm-hmm. We're dealing with, um, you know, how do, how do we talk to people? How do we serve people respectfully? Um, and one of with technology advancing the way it has over the last actually last 20 plus years but it's finally come to a place where it's forced us all to if you will climb this wall of embracing technology and using it to its full capacity and carriers like foresters and protective life where 
they have uh, been advancing the field in this area to make it simple to embrace uh, serving people via the telephone and internet. And so uh, that's going, um, I think that uh, helps with some of those challenges. I think the other challenges uh, the brokers have is how do we stay active in this time when um, we don't know what to do and how do we approach people? How do we talk to people? And so I, I hope through this podcast today that that we can stir their mind and some ideas to help them, encourage them to continue serving their clients the way uh, they always have, but using new, newer technologies and different approaches to consider to be still be considerate towards them in this unusual time, but also to take care of their clients' needs. Great. Let's talk about that more, the technology. So I'm sure the carriers have been dealing with this um, as well and have some resources to offer regarding uh, technology and remote appointments. Correct? Oh, absolutely. Yes, yeah, we, we sure absolutely. do. Yeah. So um, can one of – go ahead. Who's speaking? Chris? Nick? Yeah, this is Nick. Hey there. Hi. Yeah, so I, I think with hey, how's it going? Um, <laughs> you, you've you've highlighted I think one of the advantages uh, to to being able to transact in today's you know, environment um, is the advent of you know these drop ticket processes that are in place that um, your your agents your producers can access through Carruthers and and get access to life products from companies like Protective Life, and, and I, I'm sure Forrester's as well. How about you, Tony? How are you? Um, yeah. How are you? How's Forrester's yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, and I think, you know, like like Nick said, we've, we've changed a lot of the ways that we've done business. But, you know, we've actually, like Protective, have been doing business like this for a very long time. It's just now coming to the forefront when agents are needing to look at it and wanting to look at it in order to continue their business. So yeah, we uh, we're uh, bolstering our technology now, as, as I'm sure every carrier is. Uh, but at this point in time, I mean, yeah, Foresters is on the front line and have been for a while, and in our e-app process and our decisioning process that we can certainly cover, you know, a little bit later. But uh, uh, as as Nick stated, everybody's making some changes, and and producers themselves are really beginning to notice and take advantage of the uh, the technology. Oh, great. So, Chris, I'd like to I'll share. I was going to share a story on that a little bit later, but I want to share a story on taking advantage of technology a little later. But I know you have some uh, other questions you want to. No, uh, go ahead. Ask. Share. No, share it now. No, I, I'm going to share. I'll yeah. share it later, but I wanted to okay. cover the uh, the conversation the conversation portion. I I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, and uh, um, and I know that part of the process is you know how do we have this conversation with our clients, right? I mean, we're, a lot of brokers Correct. are doing health insurance or they're doing Medicare, but how do they how do they advance the conversation to, to life insurance? And and quite honestly, it's really just having a – you can – sometimes people have a hard time talking about life insurance, but you can choose different words to still uh, encourage the conversation. For example, um, uh, do you have final, final expense insurance? Um, do you have mortgage protection? There's – all of a sudden, it, it creates conversation – with their clients and said, what do you mean and whatnot? Yes, it's easy to be direct. Do you, have you taken care of your you know, final expenses? Have you paid for your funeral? Have you bought life insurance for your family just in case something happens? Yes, you could do that. But really, it's really about having a conversation. And I think that if a broker 
if they're sitting down with their client and they're getting to know them and they're doing their health benefits, whether they're under 65 or over 65 with Medicare, um, in the conversation, you're already getting familiar with their family. You already know if they have a spouse or they have children, their ages, et cetera. You're already learning more about them to be able to prompt those questions. What about college funding? If they have children at home that are ready to, you know, work their way into college and et cetera, et cetera. So those conversations, if they're getting it, if they're taking the time to know their clients, the questions become very natural and very easy to have with them. Now, I know a lot of brokers um, have mentioned with um, the CMS rules with Medicare that it's a lot more difficult to uh, bring up other topics such as life insurance in those appointments. Do you have any recommendations um, about how, like best practices for doing that with um, Medicare specifically because of those CMS guidelines? Um, I think that uh, it's not as hard as we think it is. I think that, again, if you're counseling your clients, the needs automatically come up. I can't tell you how many times I've sat down with someone having a conversation, getting to know them, and all of a sudden, oh, by the way, I need long-term care. Oh, I need final expense. Oh, I need, I have this money I've set aside. I need something else. So what happens is it does come about if you're taking the time to counsel your clients and serve their interests first, they'll open up their, their you know, they'll bring that wall down, if you will, that of distrust, and they'll just open mm-hmm. up to you and say, can you help me with this, this, and this? But during the conversation, with an appointment, maybe you just want to ask the question. You can ask, oh, by the way, do you have final expense insurance? Oh, by the way, do you have life insurance? When was the last time you reviewed your policy? You know, those type of things, the, the prompt questions or conversation. And and what happens at that point with Medicare, obviously you cannot talk about the products per se, but you can still ask the question and then set up a follow-up appointment. There's nothing wrong with you gathering information at the end of your appointment and say, can I have, you already have your date of birth. You have a lot of times their health history, tobacco use, um, and asking the amount of insurance they're looking for protection. Those are some, you know, questions or what kind of premium they can afford on a monthly basis. Um, to start with those, pro- those simple questions will at least allow you to go back and do some initial homework and preparation for your next appointment, which will obviously be a few days later, at least. So um, that's that's how I would do it. Great. So what? Um, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, Chris, it's Tony, and and I think you're spot on. I think those conversations are even being brought up more by the client today. You know, no matter what your news outlet is, you're seeing the the news that comes across the screen all day, and people are looking at a number of things. And of course, the the life insurance aspect is one of them. And, uh, you know, they, the clients seem to be a little more lenient or a little more relaxed in having that conversation, even in a non-face-to-face atmosphere. So what we're hearing from the field is that conversation is becoming a little easier because the clients are engaged, you know, even by what they're seeing on the news, they're, they're engaged in asking those questions themselves. That brings up a really good opportunity. Um talk about it more often it seems the current situation so when you're in an appointment um what are some of the benefits that help expand coverage for a client if you're you're writing health what's what's a good thing for the brokers to keep in mind like i'm going to be writing a health uh 
policy for this person or enrolling them in a health plan. Um, what are some of the things for them to look for that would trigger them to know that a life insurance plan might offer them um, complementary coverage to be able to bring that up in the conversation? So what are some of the benefits? I mean, some of the extra benefits that come with life insurance, is that what you're referring to? Or Correct. Trying to... Okay. Correct. Well, so a lot of life, life insurance, yeah, and I'll, I'll do an over broad brushstroke, if you will, mm-hmm. and then I'll let uh, Tony and Nicholas share specifics about their companies. But um, in general, life insurance has changed over the last uh, several years, probably more than that, more like 10 years now. But uh, what's happened is, is living benefits, or if you, as you mentioned, health benefits have been added to the life insurance uh, policies. And most of the time, that there are very little additional cost or no cost at all, depending on how the product is built. And so, for example, there's a, what we call terminal illness riders, which um, basically means if someone is expected to pass away within, let's say, a two-year period, every company's a little different on their terminal illness rider, they have access to their, their death benefit while they're living. Why? Is that important? Well, sometimes uh, because of their illness, they're not able to work, and they could sure use some money to help pay their bills or pay for their treatments, uh, maybe, you know, some other ideas and dreams they have on their bucket list they'd like to, to take advantage of um, would be one thought. The other option is is the, that comes it's becoming more popular is a chronic illness writer, which is basically um, a quasi-long-term care benefit, which is not long-term care insurance, but it's the same triggers as a long-term care benefit policy, which is um, if you meet two of the six uh, uh, daily activities, um, if you can't meet two of the six, you would be eligible for the benefits. And, and so what that means is if you couldn't bathe, eat, um, toileting, transferring, uh, continence, and dressing yourself, for example, any of those things, if you can't meet two of the six, you would be eligible for getting part of your benefit up front, depending on the severity of your condition. And that's something that you would work with your broker on if you were time of claim to help assess how much benefit would be available with the insurance uh, company. Also, um, there's cognitive impairment riders where if someone has like such as dementia and Alzheimer's, they can access part of their benefit up front to help with, again, those long-term care needs. And then critical illness rider, which is basically if someone has a heart attack, stroke, or cancer, they can, again, advance part of the, their, their death benefit or life insurance up front while they're living. And a lot of times what happens is they're reducing the benefit of the policy. So if it was like a half-million-dollar policy and you're eligible for $200,000 of benefit, um, and uh, then all of a sudden you'd have approximately a $300,000 uh, life insurance benefit remaining. That's approximate because – Every carrier's policy writer is a little different. So going into a health insurance appointment, would having some of these riders in mind or while you're doing a needs analysis in the appointment, um, would that affect what health policy you're writing for somebody? You Could you potentially save them money or get them more coverage for the same price? Or Well, it's actually in addition to – so what, what – mm-hmm. well, if you're talking about health insurance, it's one thing, and that's specifically mm-hmm. you thinking of hospitalization, right? Mm-hmm. But when it comes to life insurance, it's usually 
only for the purpose of um, once you pass away. But mm-hmm. when you have all these living benefits on your included with your life insurance, it really gives you an additional benefits that you're not having to buy all these additional policies to protect yourself. And there's this old saying I've had mm-hmm. for many years, and it's like you're either insurance poor because you don't have enough insurance, and God forbid you have a claim, or you're insurance poor because you have enough insurance, but you can't afford to pay all these premiums. So what's the middle ground? And with these riders that have become available, the carriers are including, it's allowing you to have this additional protection um, and additionally the same, at the same premium we're just buying, paying for your life insurance policy to have this additional protection to cover all these uh, critical events that can happen in your life that um, would happen to you while you're living. Because unfortunately dying is pretty much, it's over. And then your family's left with dealing with you know, final expenses and or the bills, et cetera, et cetera. But while you're living, being able to care for yourself and your family, having these riders on the policy are, are very valuable. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get into um, some of the uh, values of uh, our guest speakers products here. Um, why don't we start with uh, Nick at Protective? Hey, Desiree. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and, and Chris, Chris has brought up a number of good points here. I think when you think about where, you know, the the companies that um, that you represent and and that you, know, you bring to the table, you know, there's a reason for for each of us, right? And and to be here. Um, and so we all have our own kind of DNA, what we bring to the table. I think with respect to protective life, uh, you know, there's um, what we do is in our name, right? So when you think of protective life, we are a protection focused company. Uh, meaning that you know we we do all the all the standard life insurance that that you know you all own that our that our um, our agents own that our, our our you know friends and family um, buy right so think term insurance think um, no lapse uh, guarantee UL um, and then likewise to dovetail uh, off of what Chris was talking about you know living benefit riders so we we do have a our extend care uh, rider that provides the ability to accelerate the, the the life insurance death benefit while you're still alive. So you don't have to, you don't have to, to pass away to use it. Uh, if you find yourself in, in a scenario where you have a chronic illness, you can, you can use your life insurance policy uh, to, to cover that, that cost of care. And so that's, that's a, a, a nice way to, um, you know, tap into that insurance uh, for for an immediate need that you have today, and so uh, things like that really contribute to to the to the insurance market, and they complement, I think, any sale, whether it be health, um, folks that are you know looking at at a you know perhaps rolling over a, an IRA or or um, or 401k, right? I mean, there, there's there's mass appeal here when it comes to life insurance, and and so. Adding that living benefit component to the conversation, I think, really um, is, is a way to to add another sale, but really another layer of protection to that to that family um, and, and to that client, that customer you're working with. And so, when you're working with Protective, that's you know that's really you know our our strong suit. Um, again, core protection that everyone needs, that everyone buys, that that, that they should all own. And so. I think it's a, a complimentary, um, a complimentary suite of products. Uh, in addition to um, some of the stuff Chris and I have been working on, and, and Jennifer as well, uh, you know, the ability to have 
no lapse guarantee, so death benefit, permanent death benefit protection um, on an IUL or index universal life chapter. So now you have the ability to, to have no lapse protection with cash value accumulation potential as well. Um, all the while, we can also add our, our living benefit riders on, onto these uh, permanent products. So again, there, there's there's a whole slew of, of applications uh, for for these you know, for your interactions with clients and customers you're working with, whether it be uh, health, retirement, what have you, or protection, uh, where where you can plug protective into those conversations and and really you know bolster their life insurance portfolios. Great. And how about you, Tony? Yeah, and you know I think uh, both uh, Chris and Nicholas hit the nail on the head. I mean, you know with as the old saying or the old commercial goes, life insurance today is not like your father's old your father's old Chevrolet. Things have changed with with life insurance. Used to, it was just death benefit, and now with the chronic and critical and terminal illness uh, added onto that, and some other opportunities are there. It gives somebody the opportunity, should they need or, or want to use those benefits while they are living, they are there, and it's certainly become a mainstay, if not what's being asked a lot from uh, from individuals. You know, Foresters has been in, in the life insurance business for 140 years. Our focus is middle market. Uh, if you look at our whole, uh, you know, array of products, I mean, they're not numerous, but typically we're looking at a term, a UL, and a whole life, uh, participating a whole life in a final expense, and all of those are geared toward the middle market. We understand that uh, even before today, you know, we are looking at up to $400,000 non-medical in a non-face-to-face EAP environment. So those things are are where we think the middle market is, has been playing in addition to uh, the riders that we've talked about. And then I'll go ahead and tout, if, if I can, the Forester's benefit. I mean, Forester's as a fraternal mm-hmm. company is there for its uh, its members. You know, our policyholders are called certificate holders, and our insureds are called members. And there's not a fee to the membership. You become a member by owning one of our certificates, if you will, of $10,000 or more. There are member benefits. And some of those member benefits will include uh, where we give away you know, about $2.5 million worth of scholarships per year. Uh, we have an orphan benefit should somebody, uh, some children become orphans that foresters will then pay a stipend for each child until they're age 18 and then have the availability for scholarship opportunities that uh, that are available there. And, you know, foresters, you've probably seen some of the playgrounds that we've built. So a lot of the opportunities that we have are certainly around the financial aspect of it. But being a Foresters member, we want to help enrich the clients' lives and get them involved in the community and uh, and have them help redefine what's going on with a financial services company. And, uh, again, those are things that I'm sure Chris will, will cover, you know, maybe in more detail with some of the brokers as we go along. But, again, insurance is not what it used to be. There are, there are a lot of changes like uh, we had already discussed with chronic, critical, and terminal illness, but there's also some changes – uh, as far as being a, a member of the Forester's family, if you will, that there are other opportunities that are complementary once you have a Forester certificate. Definitely some unique things about about you guys, uh, for sure. So um, I want to hear from Jenny. Jenny, uh, as a as a broker with boots on the ground, what um, what are your recommendations to brokers? Um, for selling right now, and what do you like about these products that make it um, 
easy for you, easier for you? Well, I'm a firm believer to never leave business on the table. So if you're not having the conversation with your client, somebody else is going to be having it with them. Um, it's our responsibility to be trusted by these individuals, our clients. So ultimately, if you create that relationship of trust, they should be coming to you anyways. Um, but, you know, one thing to remember is life insurance can be an uncomfortable conversation, which I believe a lot of times is why brokers probably don't bring it up. Um, right. So it's, it's, it's ultimately a conversation we should be having with all of our clients because we don't know their financial situation and, and who are we to assume. But I just truly believe it's, it's our job um, to just be offering them those products. Um, what do I love? I love foresters. I love their plan right. I love the easy uh, underwriting process as far as that goes. Um, and I love all the things they do for the community, um, the benefits that come along with, you know, just being a certificate holder. And as far as protective goes, I love their living benefits. Um, I, you know, Nicholas went over it and Chris a little bit, but they do really have some great living benefit writers that you're able to attach to your policy. Nice. Do you have any best practices or tips for our brokers? Um, in this remote writing era? <laughs> um, you know, it's just a matter of if you get comfortable with a product, even if it's just one product that you decide to get educated on, you're more likely to have that conversation with the person in front of you. I truly believe a lot of times the reason why our brokers aren't selling life products is because they're just not educated on them. And that conversation for themselves can be a little bit uncomfortable because no broker wants to talk about something they're not familiar with, they're not comfortable with, and ultimately they know nothing about. Right. So if they could pick just one life product to really get educated on, um, they're more likely to bring that up when they're meeting with their clients. And what do you have uh, planned? What are your plans for the future? And uh bringing this information and knowledge to our um, broker community. So our ultimate goal at Carruthers is to do monthly product trainings with each mm -hmm. of our carriers so that we can educate our brokers. Um, I really want to make it as simple and easy as possible. So rather than overload, overload everybody's brain, if we can just pick one live product per month and really educate them on that one product, um, you know, it'll it'll be a lot easier for them moving forward. Excellent. And Chris, how about more from you on our future goals moving uh, forward in the next couple months? Well, I'm going to I want to bring up the rear on a couple of thoughts I've been holding on to as well. So let Absolutely. me jump in with that. So I wanted to. I first want to finish up with uh, with Foresters. Um, I, I'm a, I am a policyholder with Foresters, have been for years. Um, I did apply for a scholarship for our youngest daughter. Unfortunately, I thought she would have been a winner, but uh, she didn't qualify for the competitive <laughs> scholarship. And uh, and so it is what it is. But as a member and and as 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 well as grandparents and family members to be able to 
love their family by having these extra benefits to share with their family is a pretty special thing that Forest is unique in the industry that they're able to do. And, and so we've had um, some of the things we would get notified once or twice a year from Foresters. We'll get uh, ball game tickets, hockey game tickets, water park tickets for a family. Um, and, and sometimes we haven't been able to go and we put substitutions in to go on our, in our, in our place and to be able to, to participate and share in that, uh, the Foresters uh, family, if you will. That's been fun. But also, um, in our chatter block on our website, um, on the CrothersINSWebsite.com, basically, you'll see the, the new Forester's Benefits Law, the law sure. And mm-hmm. to me, that was one of the most exciting things that came out recently. When I looked at it, how many times are we sitting down with our, our clients when, you know, they need help with a will or a power of attorney, healthcare directives, funeral planning? all those type of questions that come up and sometimes uncomfortable questions, but it's all included at no additional cost. And that's available to Forester's members. So I wanted to make sure we put some special attention there. Another thing I was uh, about Forester's as well is that they've been known for their plan right, full life insurance. And what it's, it's been a, a very competitive final expense product. Um, it was very easy and quick to do. You would go to a consumer's home, and uh, and you would do a health statement with them, and then based on the health statement, you would call in and talk to the underwriter, if you will, and they would give you their basically their answer, their final answer, if you will. You put the the code on your application with the phone inspection, you send it in, and that pretty much that policy was issued. And it was just, it's been a great program they've had for years and years. Now with technology and doing FaceTime is becoming an issue. And I know Foresters has some announcements coming out on how we're going to work with those plan rights, sales, but also they have some other products, um, some competitive term products um, that are available for uh, without having to do FaceTime with their clients. So I'd like to have Tony, can you explain what's going on with those two things? And then I'd, then I'd like to jump over to, to Nicholas and, and do the same thing. Sure. Sure, love to appreciate the the shout out. Yeah, you know, the Plan Right is a phenomenal product. We've been doing it for many, many years, and it's always been face to face. So we're looking at at how we can leverage that with uh, with today's technology and and more than that, today's environment, in which I think is going to change the way we do business going forward in in a lot of instances. Uh, but the other part is, uh, Chris is absolutely right. We have some other products that. Again, you had heard me mention earlier that we will issue non-face-to-face EAP uh, all the way up to age 80 on our current product, uh, which we do have a face amount of well, $20,000. So we run into clients that may not want that much, but they maybe they want $30,000 of coverage. We have the opportunity of doing that on a non-face-to-face environment. Interestingly enough, that product is we're very liberal on a number of things. Number one, the height and weight. Just as an example, you can be six foot and right at 300 pounds and still be an acceptable risk to us. Uh, We're very comfortable looking at COPD, mild COPD, where there's no prescription of steroids or you're a non-smoker. That product will also look at an acceptable risk of a type 1 and type 2 diabetic. There's some guidelines around that, but uh, you'll see that available. And that product with... uh, with the smoker definition is cigarettes only. So if somebody uh, chews on a cigar or smokes one on the golf course or wherever they may be, uh, we're gonna consider that person a non-smoker. 
One question always comes up is what about vaping? It's considered a non-smoker. And we just relaxed our cannabis guidelines as well where recreational, somebody can use cannabis six times or less per week and we're still gonna consider that an acceptable risk as a non-smoker. So we've gotten very liberal in some of our underwriting and those that term policy can actually be converted to any policy that we would have on the books, any permanent policy that we would have on the books before age 65 or within five years of the end of the term. So we, we, we looked at a lot of our products and we focused in on this term product as one that we think is available for that marketplace where maybe final expense Maybe not what the client wants, but they can't afford a full-blown UL or a, a, a whole life plan. Well, here's an opportunity where they can get some coverage with the opportunity down the road should they want to convert that to one of those products. Um, but, uh, yeah, and, and I would say stay tuned. There's more to come with this environment. I think you'll hear from every carrier. They're evolving into what today's environment is. So I would say stay tuned, and you'll probably see some additional news from foresters in the future. Great. Great. So let me finish up with uh, with also with um, protective life. Um, there's a, I wanted to, you to understand why uh, I've appreciated protective life over the many years we've done business with them as well. And that is, is most people know that I'm fairly conservative when it comes to our products. And why I like protective life is because they have guarantees in their products. They have their term products that are guaranteed. They have their guaranteed UL. Uh, and they also have their index universal life, but also lifetime guarantees available, which is uh, not as common in the marketplace on the index market. So I love having products to be able to deliver that promise and knowing that uh, those benefits are going to be there for their family. One of the things that I also wanted to share with you is that last week, um, you know, uh, Protective Life has a drop ticket platform to enroll uh, consumers and our clients. And last week I had an attorney email me and ask me for a life insurance quote for a million dollars, age 67 years old, I believe. And basically what happened was, this is Chris, I need a million dollars of insurance for business purposes. Can you help me out was the email. I emailed them three quotes back from Protective Life. I did a 10 year term. I did a 15 year term and then a lifetime uh, term to age 100. And had it called the and emailed it to the client, called him up. Uh, within 30 seconds, he already told me, Chris, this is what I need it for. I'll do the 10-year term. And I said, no problem. I'll do the. I'll go ahead and go online and do your application, the basic parts, and the company will call you. And uh, protective, the underwriter will call you, do the health statements, and then any other requirements, they will handle it. So literally, it took me between the application and the, the phone time with the client literally was five minutes. I did. I did have to call the client back because I forgot what state he was born in, and <laughs> and when I was finishing the application, and he he said, "Oh, by the way, Chris, thank you for being so quick and efficient with this." I'm like, "Wow, this is amazing," and uh, here was a nice case for a client that needed help right away uh, for his business uh, purposes, loan purposes he was doing, and we were quick to execute it for him, and so that's just a, another great tool. The other thing that was interesting that um, I'd like you to be aware of with Protective Life, and and um, I'll let Nicholas go more into detail, is basically the the benefits of uh, the payout options. There's a way to quote your life insurance 
to have income for your survivors and also reduce the cost of your life insurance. So, can, hey, Nicholas, can you go into that a little bit? Yeah, gladly. Thank you. Um, and, and so you, you touched on a few things there. You know, with respect to drop ticket, um, our, our easy app and telelife process, velocity is, is the name of the game, efficiency. And, and for those of you that, you know, maybe life insurance isn't your core kind of competency or, or, or you know, primary uh, business, um, we give you, give you the ability to simply drop a ticket, some very high-level information, right? And then you essentially outsource it to life and to, to protective life to do all the, the heavy lifting for you. And we manage that process as we did for Chris and in, in, in that pinch that he was in late on a on a Friday afternoon, um, we were able to get that get that that insurance application submitted, that pre app submitted. Um, we have a team, a protective life team of employees that do the phone interviews. So it's, it's not outsourced to a different company. It's a protective life employee. So our culture, um, uh, you know, in, in representing protective life to do that phone call with your client, your value customer. And so we, we get on the phone with them, do a, do a phone interview. Um, and then at the end of that phone interview, we allow voice signatures so they can voice sign their application, which does a, a number of things. Uh, the first of which allows us to get that, get that policy into underwriting immediately. We don't need to email them or, or snail mail them something to sign. Uh, so by having a voice signature, we're able to initiate that underwriting immediately, uh, in which case we also have accelerated underwriting available if, if they qualify, which means that we can have a policy go from submission to approved and issued within a matter of a few days, two, three days. Uh, so extremely rapid there. Um, that's important to note. And then uh, likewise, when, when we're talking about, uh, you know, on the front end, how do you how do you establish what a client's need is, right, for insurance? And again, if, if life insurance isn't, isn't your, your, your primary uh, focus, that could be a barrier to even having a life insurance conversation to begin with. Um, but I have a tool that can make it very, very easy to uncover what that client's insurance need is. Uh, really with two questions, a simplified needs analysis with two questions can, can uh, help you establish how much insurance to apply for. And those, those two questions are, the first is, how much income do you want to replace if you didn't make it home last night? Okay, and, and just about everyone knows how much income replacement they, you know, they would want to provide to their family, right? You take a look at, you know, what, what you're bringing in a month or, or you can do it on an annual basis, whatever. Uh, but we all know, you know, how much money does it take to make sure my, my you know, family, my kids can stay in the same school district. We don't have to downsize if I didn't, if I wasn't here to, to, to be the breadwinner. Um, if, how do we keep my family in the same home uh, and, and, and in the same area, right? And so uh, same quality of life. Uh, so that number we all know. The next question is, um, how many years do you want to would you want to provide that income replacement for? And then, and then lastly, how much debt do you have? What would you want to pay off uh, day one if if you weren't if you weren't available here, if you weren't here to to, to cover again those ongoing expenses and 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 you know paying up paying for those cars and and the mortgage and and any credit card student loans, et cetera, right? Just that everyone knows how much debt they have. They know how much income they want to replace. And frankly, they know how many years they want to provide that benefit for. And so with Protective, we have a thing called income provider option. And what that does is it, it establishes just that. Um, you tell us how much income you want to replace for how many years and how much day one kind of debt money do you want available to your beneficiaries to pay out 
uh, you know, in the event that, that you didn't make it home last night. And we do just that. We fulfill that for you. That life insurance policy does just that. So um, in the event of, of an untimely demise, uh, we end up paying out at lump, that lump sum amount that you had discussed with your client and established their day one need would be. And then we provide a guaranteed income stream uh, for however many number of years you ask for, up to 30 years. Um, to that beneficiary every single month or every single year, like clockwork, we pay that out guaranteed to that family, to those beneficiaries, to that business, whomever, whomever it may be, right? And so um, what you're able to do is, is take the conversation from a financial product discussion to a family continuity conversation. How do we keep your family in, in, in the home that, they, that your kids are, have grown up in? Um, how do we ensure that, that there's food on the table, that the, lights, the light bill's paid, um, the, the house is warm or cold, depending on where you're living, um, and, and ensure that, that life goes on. An income provider option with Protective Life does just that. It ensures family continuity. And, and again, it's a very simple add-on to any single or individual uh, life, life insurance policy that we have. Um, and our friends at, at Carruthers can certainly give you some more details around it. But very simple to illustrate. Um, again, it, it brings it into a context of, Oh, this is what life insurance is about. It's about making sure you know your, your family's going to be okay if if you're not here to make sure they're okay, um, and and that's certainly what IPO does. Uh, so, so it's fantastic. I have it myself on my own my own personal policy for my own family. Um, you know, when when you look at life insurance death benefits, uh, more often than not, unfortunately, uh, oftentimes. You know, vast American, the vast majority of Americans are underinsured. There's not enough there. Um, on average, I want to say it's it's short of two years. Uh, it's the length of time it takes for a family to go through any sort of windfall, whether it be life insurance proceeds, lotto winnings, um, a settlement, etc. Right? And and I think we'd all agree that that the intent for insurance is not to just provide for one's family for a matter of months or or a couple of years, but but really, you know, to ensure that that they can stay on their feet. And at least, at least for a span of, of uh, no fewer than 10 or 15 years, and, and IPO can, can do that all the way up to 30 years. So um, as a kicker, it also provides a discount on the upfront premium because Protective's not paying that out to the beneficiary in a lump sum, right? Uh, which brings up another point, Chris, we've talked about that oftentimes lump sums, is as much of a blessing as, as they can be, they can also be a curse too. And, and so by, by structuring out that death benefit, you're able to really protect uh, those beneficiaries from uh, from themselves and from others that show up with their hand out, right? You know, we all know how that how that can go. So uh, the idea here is is with IPO, um, it's a it's a sound tool to help you as as the as the agent, the advisor, um, get the client to understand the value of insurance and and also to protect those those insureds and beneficiaries as well. Excellent. I feel like I'm getting a little break up yep. here. Oh, well, we're still here. I wait for uh, Doug to go. come back. There you Looks are. Looks like I cut out for a second there. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> All right. So some uh, really great opportunities here uh, we've discussed for brokers to stay active and right business in these strange times we find ourselves in. Um, and some unique things from our guests, from the lightning quick drop ticket tech of Protective and the rich member benefits and sense of community and history from 
our friends at Foresters. Um, do you have anything else uh, to bring up, Chris, before we close up here? A um, couple of little points. One is is that mm -hmm. uh, we asked, we talked about ideas, um, how to continue selling during this this time in our, in our lives. And I'm on a national group, and we talked last week, and and the word, if you will, on the street is, you know, uh, buy term and make and wait for the market to come back. Um, being that everyone is concerned about their income right now, is my job steady, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, worried about expenses. So, you know, term insurance is so inexpensive and it's a great way to protect your family. So if you don't have insurance or you're losing your life insurance because you can't afford it, you can always buy a term insurance policy in the interim of waiting for the market to come back and then bring it back to a permanent policy or make sure you have the protection you need. So that was one part in the in my national conference phone call last week. And then also uh, we have brokers that are texting their clients, believe it or not, and they're having success with reaching out to their people that way. But I think, you know, we're not trying to, I, everyone made it very clear, we're not trying to just call everyone up and just trying to sell them in this awkward time. We're really, everyone's really wanting to check in with their people, their clients to make sure they're okay. And if they need any help, that's really the, uh, what's really important. But it is important to make sure their families are protected because there's a very, um, it's, it's very trying times for a lot of people. Um, and then also, lastly, you know, we're all self-employed for most of us in this business. And, you know, activity equals results. We've got to keep moving. We've got to stay active. So, you know, to, so to keep reaching out to your people. Consider what else kind of planning that can I do to get ahead. And, and, and you know, going over your old book of business and looking at your clients to see if uh, those old term policies that maybe are getting ready to expire and help them save money, rewrite them, or get them into the new products with the living benefits. Those are a few things to just make sure it's important to talk to, to your clients, but also make sure their beneficiaries are up to date and uh, and their policies are up to date. So God forbid something happens to them. Um, we did our part to make sure we stayed current with them. Those are what I can offer in closing. Right. So we are very excited to share more of this knowledge with our brokers and look forward to Jenny's monthly events. Jenny, what's the best way for brokers to reach out to you? They have more questions. Um, they can email me. Uh, my email address is jhyatt at carruthersins.com, or they can call the Carruthers um, phone number, which I do not know by heart. So Desiree or Chris, if you guys know that number by heart. <laughs> 702-385-3684, and the Carruthers and website is www.carruthers.com. Jenny can also be reached directly at 702-830-9801. All of this information will be available on carruthersinsurance.com forward slash coffee with Chris. I want to thank our guests, Tony Morrison, National Sales Manager from Forest Financial, Foresters Financial, and Nicholas Lines from uh, Life Distribution for Protective Life. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. Thank great. you. Thank you. Thank Stay you. safe. Have a great yeah. week. For more about the topics discussed here today, please visit us at carruthersinsurance.com forward slash coffee with Chris. Until next time.